0: Well, hallelujah for newness of life, for revitalization, hallelujah for restoration, hallelujah for the springtime, as it is the beginning of our year. Guys, I am so excited to be presenting to you guys my new podcast and it is called foodie to foodie and it's not just mine alone one of my oldest and dearest friends from childhood has come back into my life and we have decided to give you guys a full podcast where we will be sharing some of our favorite dishes with you and trying some of yours so stay connected yum 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 from foodie to foodie
1: Good evening, everybody. My name is Passion. I'm a good friend of Asia, and I'm introducing myself for my first very... um start for foodie to foodie. i'm excited to go ahead and get ready to make some curry chicken we had uh eventually uh, originally agreed to make uh curry fish but since i don't really like fish and i had some frozen chicken thighs in the freezer i decided to throw that out and uh get this cooking so i hope you're ready i hope you're hungry i hope you enjoy have a let's get it started <laughs> Hey, family, I'm
0: so sorry. We were having some technical difficulties and some trouble connecting. But please just bear with us and stay tuned because we did finally get it together. Hi, Asia.
1: Hi. Hi, can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. We connected. Good. Success. Success yes we did it so just one thing so guys passion has known me like almost all of my life okay so she is familiar with calling me asia you guys know me as aja don't change up y'all already know better but she's like my mama call me asia passion could call me asia soon So, what did you make today? On well, 40 to 40, it's all about food. So, let's get
1: to it. What did you make today? So, I know we talked about making some curry fish, but I don't like fish. I had some curry chicken, uh, some frozen chicken thighs in the freezer. So, I made me a good pot of curry chicken with some all butter, right. squash, and
0: spinach. Awesome. Okay, so can you tell us what ingredients you used?
1: Yes. Okay, so I use chicken thighs, and for my season, my chicken thighs, and then for my seasoning, well, what I like to do is I like to brown the uh, chicken in some ghee. I don't know if you guys are familiar with ghee. It's like an Indian butter. Okay. Oh. So ghee, it's a, it's, it's, it, it's. I guess I'm, it's a dairy, but it's like from um, like sheep, sheep fat. Okay. And so it's like butter. I put it in there and I melt it up. And then before I, while I'm doing that, I take my chicken thighs and I use like this Chinese fire spice. I think it's awesome. It has like all spice in there, cinnamon cardium it's, it has a whole bunch of stuff in there and then okay. I use that I use of course some adobo some pepper some chili powder some garlic powder and a little bit of salt and of course okay. I, and I didn't have curry so what I had I had some grand some grandma masala, and uh, some turmeric so I had to make my own curry oh do you guys hear
0: this listen oh my goodness so okay so i'm sitting here with my little grace's curry powder so you guys she made her own so okay okay so one more time can you give it to them so for those of our listeners that want to maybe even write these things down can you please you know slowly tell them all of the ingredients they're going to need because next time
1: i'm gonna do this too okay so you're gonna put everything but the kitchen sink in there so i have right. some, adobo, some black pepper some chinese five spice i have some gram sam masala some turmeric because i didn't have any curry powder um i have some chili flakes Did i say can i say um garlic powder already how do you say garlic powder what I don't know if I said garlic powder, garlic powder already. So I have oh, garlic oh, powder. Right. Okay. So do you use like the powder or the granulated garlic? So I have both. So I so so to brown my to brown my uh, chicken, I first season it with my dry rubs. So with my dry. Okay. And then after it's rubbed in there, before I get it all browned. I go ahead and I put um my garlic and my ginger. I make a garlic ginger paste. So I put uh-huh. it in there. After it's all browned, um. So I put that in there. But before wait, after I take the chicken out after it's I put my 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 red peppers, green peppers and onion inside the oil to let it brown in the oil that the chicken was browning in. And then okay. I put the chicken back to the pot. And then I put my garlic, my my now I put my garlic paste that I made with the, uh, the ginger. Okay. And the cilantro. Then I put a little bit of more turmeric and gran masala and a little bit of salt. And I like to use soy sauce to make it a little bit more exciting. Okay. And, um, oh, yes. And I like to use, um, once the, the juices start flowing, I like to uh-huh. throw a chicken bouillon cube in there.
0: Okay. I love cooking with bouillon chews as well. I don't have any today, though, but I, I use those as well. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so once you got all your goodness in there, what were the
1: steps? What did you do? Okay, so I thought, you know, I, I took the chicken, I washed it off, and then um I put my dry rub, which is my Chinese five spice, my dobo, my pepper, my garlic powder, um, and some chili powder in there, and then I took the ghee, I melted the ghee, uh, then uh browned the chicken in that once all the chicken pieces was browned from the pot then in the same oil i browned my i stewed my onions green peppers and uh, yeah my onions and green peppers let that stew for about two minutes then i returned my chicken back to the pot then um once that was in there i put some uh i think my garlic ginger paste in there you know i take okay. garlic and, ginger and make a paste out of it and put that in there okay. Okay. how do you make your garlic and ginger paste what do you do so i have something called a vitamixer uh, so i just literally take a piece of whole garlic mm-hmm. and a piece of whole ginger i put it in the mixer, uh, turn it on and it just Turns it into a paste. That's what it does.
0: Okay, and here we go. Promo for the Vitamixers, guys. You can take some garlic and some ginger and throw it in the Vitamixer and make you a paste. Let's go. Okay, oh, this so bottom, now what else? what else? This
1: is a bomb. You can make your own olive, uh, almond
0: butter. You can make anything with this thing. I'm letting you know now, I'm literally going to go on Amazon uh, after this, and I'm going to order one. I've always wanted one anyway. Now you just gave me the, the gusto I needed to go ahead and get one. Yep, okay,
1: so you okay, so once that's in there, so then, okay, so then I have the chicken and the peppers and everything's cooking in there, and it's making a nice, like a watery stew. I still need mm-hmm. more water, so I go ahead and put some chicken broth in there. Okay. Then the chicken broth. I
0: um,
1: and then I add my butternut squash. Let that all turn it's gonna make its own like water. Uh-huh. And when it's to a level that I want it, I then I go ahead and add my uh soya sauce and my cube uh-huh. to the to the you know to the water that it made. Okay. Then I That's let it cook for like 30 minutes and then it normally turns to a nice thick stew. Mm-hmm. Then oh yeah, before I close the pot and let it stew, I put my time. I put a bunch of time. I love time. I was I was about to ask you. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I put that in there. And then once it turns to stew and my butter splash is nice and soft, I go my coconut milk and then let that stew for an additional 15 minutes and then boom it's done <laughs> I'm I getting thing, but in I total, so
0: in total with the meal prep and, and the on the stove time and cooling and everything about how long will it take to prepare this dish 45
1: to uh, 45 to 60 minutes
0: Okay, 45 minutes to an hour. And there you have it, guys. Passion's curry chicken. I love it. It sounds amazing. And I'm telling you, I'm going to try that. So what I'm doing right now is I'm still sticking with the fish. Instead of doing salmon, I'm using a whiting, okay? So for my dry rubs, I'm basically just using adobo okay? We love adobo, and Passion is originally from the Bronx, y'all, so from New York City, okay? So we know about that adobo. So I got the adobo here. I have some um, season Complete from Goya as well. I love it. It's just like everything you need, cilantro, garlic, I mean, just the, the kitchen sink is in there, okay? Guys, this is really not a commercial for Goya products, so I'm just letting you know. I use the season Complete, <laughs> and the, <laughs> I also use the... Um, one packet of the sazon con cilantro, achiote, y achiote, and that's the red one that comes in, you know, in the box the little red package. Okay, so aside from that, then I just have the curry powder and I use cumin. Okay, and that's pretty much it for the dry rub. All right, and then once I have all that seasoned on there, what I'm going to actually do today is I'm going to batter the fish. And then I'm mm. going to Okay, I'm gonna deep fry it And normally when I fry my fish I use, um, I use corn I mean not corn, I use fish fry Or sometimes, what do you call it, cornmeal, okay But for this curry dish I like to use flour Because it aids with the thickening, okay Of the gravy, of the stew for the curry All right. so, um, once I put All my dry seasonings on there I just, you guys already know, you gotta Massage it, make love to your meat Make sure it's all properly seasoned Evenly, okay, and what I did. I already cut up the green peppers and the onions just to mix around within this, uh, you know, in the seasoning so it can all blend well together. Um, But then I'm going to separate the fish from the green peppers, onions, and I forgot to say, and the thyme as well, fresh thyme leaves. And that's when I'm going to dip it in the the flour so that I can deep fry it.
1: Now Aisha, when you when you when you um, when you're dipping the fish in the batter and you and then you put it in the stew, does the batter adhere, does it stick to the fish? Okay, no, so
0: here we go. So I'm gonna completely fry the fish first okay and then when I, I don't make the stew outside of the fish once I finish frying the fish I'm going to remove it from the grease I'm going to drain it off and then I'm just going to put it right in the pot and then I'm going to add in my veggies which is going to be my onions my green peppers I also use vine ripened tomatoes and I'm just going to throw my squash and I'm using a green squash and a yellow squash right in there and add my water nothing sticks I stir frequently I watch my pot and and it's just, it's something that it it comes out amazing, I promise you Mm. Yeah. so guys, for those of you, are you guys cooking with us? what are y'all doing? I mean literally okay, being that this is the first segment okay, you guys don't even understand that the point is so that you guys can be cooking with us, okay so this is our first one, you guys you know, and the, the more we do it the better we're gonna get at it, but I actually want you guys to be doing it step by step okay, so right now, I have the fish already seasoned right and in a large enough skillet and, and it has a nice depth to it for the deep frying i'm not going to use the deep fryer for this i'm going to just use this frying pan you guys all right so now i've just i've added my oil into the pan and we're going to just let that heat up a little bit okay so i'm going to ask your question where did you learn how to how to start making these ethnic dishes because um you know we, we we're african-american
1: Hmm. Yes. So one of my, well, two of my very close friends, you know, Jahim. Yes. Yeah. You know, the family's from the island. I think it's St. Croix. They used to do a lot of curries. And then I have another best friend, Lashana. Her mother used to always make curry. And I fell in love with this thing called curry chicken. I loved it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we as women, unfortunately, we don't always tell tell each other everything we use. You know, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> we're, we're t- 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 with t- trial and t- error, t- with trial and error, and just In going to restaurants and trying to figure out, damn, something's missing. You know, right? Right. After I think, I think after a good eight years, I would say I, I think I have it down pat.
0: Awesome. It sounds delicious, but I look forward to, to trying it. And guys, in case if I didn't mention, right now I'm sprinkling black pepper also on the fish. There's certain seasonings, right, that are just like kind of uniform for me. For every dish, no matter what I'm making, there's always going to be some adobo, black pepper, and granulated garlic, okay? And then whatever else the meal calls for. Those are like cardinal seasonings for me. And actually, let me ask you a question. When you're frying, how do you test your oil to see if it's hot enough without using thermometers and fancy gadgets what do you do like mama
1: told us a little bit of flour
0: okay and you see guess what i do something that's almost like that but some people might call it crazy my grandmother taught me to wet my fingertip and just let one drop one or two drops of water get in there and when those one or two drops of water go crazy then we can add the fish but i think the flour is a little safer
1: i guess but either way we're gonna make sure it's sizzling that's right that's right and
0: especially family with fish you do not want to put fish in oil that is not hot enough because all what's going to happen is your batter or whether it's a wet batter or dry batter is just going to come right off and be all in that frying pan and just be gross and your fish is going to fall apart so with frying fish the grease has to be hot enough all right so while i'm waiting for this um fish to get i mean the fish to get while i'm waiting for the oil hope you guys can hear me um, to get hot, I'm washing off my yellow and green squash, okay, so that I can just have that cut up and ready when it's served to be added to the meal. So, Pastor, what are you going to eat with it? Are you going to eat a white rice? What are you eating with it?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I I took out all carb, you know, uh, complex or simple carbs from me and my kids' diet. So the we have it with the butternut squash, and I also make this non bread that I use almond flour, coconut flour, um, to make some non bread that they can like dip it like a stew. Oh my goodness! So guys,
0: I, I I'm not gonna keep saying this, but guys, I hope you have your pens and papers. So now, how do we make non bread?
1: So equal parts of almond flour and coconut flour. Oh my goodness! And what do you do? Come on. So you make it. Okay. So yeah. So you put. I use. So you know, like I would say, a half a cup of almond flour, a half a cup of coconut flour, a pinch of salt, and then I like to use some coconut milk. And like like a crepe, like a crepe for a pancake. Oh my.
0: So yes. it, and it comes out flat so that could be something that we actually use uh, when we make our flatbread meals with my children and I are on Passover does it have yeast in it
1: oh, it has no so it has I don't think okay. it has let me look at the ingredients right exactly. now Asia. but I don't, don't think it no has at all
0: right because it's non-bread i freaking love it so you guys that honor the passover and try to make authentic dishes to go with it remember our people we ate unleavened bread this unbread might be something you want to try i love it okay do you guys hear that hold on let me let me go a little closer You you hear a little popping a little bit oh yeah i hear it popping but it ain't popping yet. It's popping. It's poppin'. This fish about to be popping. Nah, but it's not hot enough yet. It's getting there. It's getting there. All right, so I done. I I cut the green one up already. So now I'm moving on to the yellow one. Oh my goodness. So, but I'm going to be um having it with um parboiled rice. I probably need to, to adopt the no carb habit that you have, and it's wonderful. You know, the no gluten. It's a beautiful thing. I myself. Need to do something different because I went from 320 pounds to 189 pounds and now back up to 222 pounds. So well, let me that, that that recent video. You look so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. But I just want to be a bit healthier. You know what I mean? Of I want to be able to chase after these kids and when they have their kids, I want to be able to still chase and run after them.
1: Okay. Yeah, so you know. You know, it's funny, Asia, we always say, you know, especially us as moms, yeah, I will kill somebody they mess with my kids. I will kill for my kids. Right. I say, let's start living for our kids by making sure we take care of our bodies, you know? Love it. It's funny you say that.
0: I, I promise you, I uttered those words earlier today. I would kill for my kids. Okay, literally. So, what's amazing is, I, I feel the most high that spoke through you, and I, I before we did this segment, I promised, I, I said, this is not, you know, a, a spiritual segment about the Bible, but, you know, because he's our father, he finds, you know, we find a way to bring him in because he's in our hearts, you understand what I'm saying? So, for you saying that to me, let's live for our kids Bye eating healthier, staying stronger so that we can live longer and more fit. I love it, Passion. That was amazing. Thank you so much for that Jewel Pumpkin. Oh, yes. So, Passion, when are you going to be coming to visit New York?
1: You know, um... Hopefully during a, a a better time. I was just there, I uh, believe in 2018, uh, 2019. Uh, yeah. So I, I used to try to come every two or three years, but you know COVID messed everybody up. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. COVID says stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But well, I know. Um. I,
1: I, it might even be um, because I know my my daughter's father is having a family reunion. And I think this summer. So if it is this summer, we'll try to make it. But if not, definitely sometime before, sometimes, I guess, before 2020, 2020 right? before 2021 is over.
0: Okay, awesome. But I I, just, I will say this. If you do make it up here this summer, barbecue me and you yes. and I have the indoor, outdoor, electric, gas, charcoal grill, three and one. Girl, we can get it popping. Uh-huh. Hey, all right. All right. I'm
1: telling you. So tell us, what are some of your favorite foods? Some like, my, oh man. So I've been here in Texas. I I fell in love with this meat called brisket.
0: <laughs> okay. So good.
1: What, what is know. brisket? For those that don't know, tell us, what is brisket? Because I don't know really that one. I think it's a fatty cut of the cow. Oh, I, like okay. I like fatty cuts of meat, so I love brisket. And, um, now because i can't have mashed potatoes and all that stuff i'm i'm learning to train my taste buds to like uh, i've tried the mashed cauliflower and um the mashed broccoli you
0: just did a cauliflower dish uh and shared it on facebook the other day tell us what you did what was that
1: Yes. So instead of using pasta for macaroni and cheese, I used cauliflower florets. So I took uh, two heads of cauliflower and I cut it up and I steamed it into the pot for about two minutes. And then while that was steaming, I I took my pot and I made a cheese sauce out of um, uh, cream, butter, uh, mozzarella cheese, cheddar cheese, ricotta cheese and let that get nice and you know a nice little sauce and then of course I'll put because cauliflower was kind of white and I wanted it to be looking like yellow so I'll put okay. some turmeric powder, powder and some um, awesome. some tomato paste inside of the uh, cheese mixture and then pour oh that Oh, I, you know I greased the dish in olive oil and then I poured that into, I poured the, the cheese mixture over the cauliflower uh, right. but I, I added three eggs to it you know okay, okay. oh my god
0: passion I really wish you were here to be alongside of me for this next endeavor that I'm about to embark on I don't want to say too much right now uh, in the hearing of our listeners but I'm going to be talking to you but passion I see cookbooks in your future beloved
1: wow really
0: what do you say let's give it a shot I think so I'm loving what I'm hearing right now like seriously but you know the first time I heard about uh, the cauliflower substitute for the mac and cheese I was watching a talk show called The Real a few years back Um, and I always said I wanted to try it and I never did I'm gonna do that because I, I really I want to get off of the pastas I can't say it enough okay but look guys so right now I have one two three I have four uh, pieces of our whiting fish frying and I'm about to add another piece. Yeah, because I got about three pounds. I got three pounds of whiting fish. And the good, the good thing about curry fish is you can do it with any type of fish you like. I initially wanted to do it with salmon, but my daughter is a lover of whiting uh, fish, and she's very picky. So I kind of um, I measure my meals by her happiness at the end of dinner. You know, so I always try to make things that I know she's going to... Gonna like and stuff like that. She's she's one of my slimmest children. I said, you know, she gotta be
1: happy. <laughs> Where was she? <laughs> Well, so, you know. so for fish uh, for the wedding, do you have to like take out bones or anything? Also,
0: I use wedding fillet. It's already fillet. It's already ready. Y'all have to just like clean, season, and and prepare. Yeah, this stuff is smelling good already. Oh my goodness! I
1: know. Is- you know, I want to tell people. I think what, I think one of the things that people forget. I think that makes a curry a curry. Um, if you can't find the Old Spice the ground powder, that Chinese Five Spice is, is the bomb, man.
0: Okay, because that, that's another thing that I did forget to mention, guys. I use, uh, it's called Pimento or all Spice. But, so if you don't have that, the substitute is what Passion just said. Can you tell them again what it is? It's called Chinese Five Spice. Chinese Five Spice, like the number five? Yes, ma'am. Okay. You guys heard it? Chinese five spice goes well with your curries or any probably Caribbean dishes.
1: Yes, um, your your chicken, your curry chicken, your stewed chicken.
0: Right, right. I definitely believe it. Um, there was one that I have found. It was a product by Grace as well, and it was pimento, garlic and something else that had a green top. Oh, pimento, garlic, and ginger. Because those are the three things too. You cannot have a proper curry without using your ginger, without using your pimento, and okay, and of course, curry powder, and turmeric, and um, cumin also go well with it.
1: Yeah, and you know why the ginger is so important, right? Come on, talk about it. What is ginger? What does it do? For some people, the curry, the curry and the turmeric, it, it can mess up your stomach, and the ginger can like it's offsets that that to like I don't know mess up not mess up your your stomach lining.
0: So let me let me tell you guys a little bit about uh, cumin and turmeric. So number one, they're anti-inflammatories, but have to be cooked properly. So if you're going to be making a dish that you're cooking under an hour, I wouldn't suggest that you use either. For people that have digestion problems, anti uh, uh, um, what else? Inflammation, gas. Uh, what's the other one? the um, gas. gas gastritis and heartburn I promise you turmeric and cumin are actually good for it but it has to be cooked properly but turmeric now, turmeric I use in my teas and everything and it's actually good for your belly yeah oh my goodness this is smelling amazing, I hate when I'm hungry before
1: I start to cook (laughs)
0: I because
1: know. I just want to get to the end. I just want to get to the end. I swear. Okay. I can't go and go food shopping. I'm like, oh man, I ain't mean to get that. So <laughs> oh, I'm quick to grab. Listen, I'm quick because I
0: keep, you know, I if I have a bottle of water, some napkins or something like that. Or I will buy a bottle of water in the supermarket. clean me off an apple or something. I'm quick to be eating in the supermarket. I can't because I I will buy everything I'm not supposed to buy. Shopping hungry. Yeah. So, yeah. I just started doing it as of late. I will get something, and I will, I'll, let you, I'll come with my core at the end of my shop and like you know, charge me for this apple, or I'll get you another yeah. one the same size so you can weigh it, charging my weight, you know what I mean? yeah, I'm gonna okay. So, what am I looking for going now in my refrigerator? right now okay my fresh thyme leaves okay because now that i've removed the fish from the veggies i'm gonna add the rest of my my uh, veggies in there so right now i still only have in this pot um onions and green peppers so i'm gonna throw in a bunch of thyme leaves i'm not i don't count it okay i let my heart leave me and i like it i like it kind of bushy so if i had to count it okay i'm gonna say i throw in about 15 to 20 times six. And you know, on each stick, it has the little teeny tiny uh, leaves on it. Some people like to chop it, like to shed the leaves off. Not me. I don't mind some, you know, swigs and sticks in my pie. It makes me feel like it's really authentic and islandish. So I leave it. Me, yeah, home, me too. You know, because I mean, I do, even though I identify as African American, I do come from a huge uh, Caribbean background. Um, But, you know, the
1: man that I married,
0: being from his father's side of West Indian descent, and then uh, even the man my mother married. He was Dianese, and you remember him. You remember my stepdad. We were just talking about him the other day.
1: Oh, yes, I remember him.
0: Right, so I learned a lot about food, uh, you know, from him. He would make all types of things. He would actually make curry sharp. That was my... Get that was my first experience with curry fish. I don't eat shark anymore. But yeah, my stepdad would make curry shark, um, curry pumpkin. He would just, they're going to accent curry pumpkin. Like, so, you know, and then aside from that, my grandmother never really dated African American men okay so my stepdad you know my step-grandfather i had a jamaican one you hear me one because it was a few grandma was a rolling stone (laughs) anyway (laughs) (laughs) you know know, pop john and and, you know we would just learn how to you know cook the foods that you know they ate and things like that so i've always been a fan of um west indian cuisine and spanish cuisine as well because oh yeah me too Tell our listeners about our block passion, like the 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 nationalities that live in our neighborhood.
1: Oh my God. I tell people, you know, some some words. I don't need I still don't even know what the, what the right English word is. Like canepas, I don't know how you say that in English. <laughs> right, and um, cocos. We uh-huh. call them cocos, right? The ISIS, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still, when yeah, uh, my kids go, "Mommy, is that your father?" They still so go in and be like, "Hi, Papi Julo," you know. That's right. Because, listen, guys, okay, so our building
0: was on 184th Street in Valentine in the Bronx, right? So, yes. 183rd Street was where the West Indians was. And then we had a mixture of people that lived in our building, like, you know, in between West Indian, Caribbean, and African American. Okay, so yes. on 184th, we had the Spanish, and we called them Mira Miramiras. Sorry, guys. Yep. Um, <laughs> and yep. then we had, the, we had the West Indians, and we called them Curry Goats. Sorry yeah. to y'all, too. But those nationalities are so near and dear to us that sometimes when we talk to people, they think that we're either Spanish or West Indian or something. All the time. All the time. So, listen, I think just because of that, let's the next time we get together on here, let's do a Latin dish.
1: You know you know it's funny you said that because before I gave up um you know pasta and rice, girl, I perfected. I perfected how to make uh rice and peas. I perfected it, girl.
0: Wait, you gotta say it right, girl. Arroz
1: con candules. Say it right. I can't, yeah, I can yeah, don't even know how to say it, but that I perfected it, girl. The the magic to that is y'all gotta go get yourself some grazed seasoning. Right, I, I can't use it anymore, but it's the seasoning. It comes in a bottle and it's called Grace, G R A C E. Uh huh. Yeah, you need that to make those rice and beans. Those rice and beans, man. But well, listen, all through, if you listen back all through this, I've been saying Grace, Grace, Grace. That's my. I love,
0: I love Grace products. I'm actually using a Grace uh curry powder right now. But I'm saying
1: like for the Spanish, for the Spanish foods. Oh no! Yes, for the for the yeah, out here really? the Mexicans they use that sucker for their rice and beans like crazy. But yeah, well, see, for yeah. my rice and beans, I kind of I learned from Puerto Ricans, right?
0: And so for my Spanish rice and beans, the secret to that was always just the sofrito, and I would use the cilantro, I would use recao, I would use green pepper. Um, sometimes if I was in the mood, I throw onion in there or a tomato if I wanted to give it a red color, and literally just like adobo and sazon.
1: Yes, so so this is the thing. This is the thing. You know, everything stems from Mama Africa. So one day I was watching a video on how to make jollof rice. Jollof rice is an African rice, right? I mean, oh my god! It's very yes. So what they do is when they make, they don't call it sofrito. I don't know what they call it, but they like to roast. They so they roast their tomato, their garlic, their peppers first. They roast it in the oven for like forty five minutes, and then they throw it in the blender. And then once that that mixture is made. They throw that in the rice.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: The Popeye allows you grace New York with your presence. I think I want you in my kitchen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm telling you. So okay. So the first uh, pieces of fish that I put in are nice, golden brown on both sides. Ooh. So I'm gonna take these out and make room. For the rest, okay, here we go. So, guys, really right now with this dish, there's actually nothing else for me to do but to wait for the fish to fry because since we've been talking, guys, oh, wait, oh, my goodness, I didn't cut the tomato. My so – There's not going to be anything left for me to do but to drain, well, not even drain, to remove the fish from the grease, I uh, use paper towel to uh, get all the excess grease off, okay? And then I'm going to put that in a big stewing pot. And once I put those the fish in the stewing pot, in goes the veggies. Unfortunately, I don't have any chicken stock or coconut water because I would use either one of the two. But I'm just going to have to use some good old regular h uh to stew it down. But it's still going to be amazing because of the love and the herbs and spices that I put in here. So I'm expecting it mm. to be good. Amazing. So, let me ask
1: you. So you had you you ate your dish already, right? You ate. I did. Okay. Did you was it spicy, or did you add anything for any spice? Was yes. So I added I, I added uh red chili flakes. Oh, right. you say that. Okay. Because my daughter, my daughter hates spicy food, so I have to be very careful with it. Right. So that's
0: actually what I'm going to have to do, because I got uh, some scotch bonnet pepper. I got a curry one, and then a regular hot pepper sauce one. So before I serve my daughter, I'm going to split some of this pot, okay? I'm going to split this for her, and then, you know, for mine, I'm going to add the scotch bonnet pepper into the gravy sauce, because... For me, curry has to be like, any water, spicy! Yeah, I know! <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'm always uh, making, you know, I had to make Ajarae her own little thing when I'm doing spicy dishes. That's how we, actually, I fell in love with fajitas because I was making um some spicy wraps one night, and so Ajarae said she wanted to make her own thing. And, and I just let her go And she's in her own little fajitas that night And that gave me a lot of fajitas So now I've been just trying A bunch of different styles Like uh, on Friday I did Fajita Friday, I did it on the show Okay, some, I think I had About eight listens on it But I took it down, family for- really wanted to do the first segment from foodie to foodie with uh, Miss Passion, okay? So I'm a foodie, she's a foodie, and we came up with this idea together. So I'm like, nope, I'm taking Fry Friday down, and me and my girl going up there together with our first dish. So... Maybe, yes ma'am I'm thinking maybe uh, If you're down to doing a fajita Friday I can kind of reshare, reedit, re-edit And then we can go in together still And do a fajita Friday Because that, that's kind of something I did tell the kids I wanted to start doing with them But I'm wondering oh, yeah. If oh, bread If your non-bread would be something I would like to stuff and make a fajita out of
1: Oh, you know what Right now in my refrigerator I have these things called almond flour tortillas so okay. instead of using um flour, it uses almond flour almond flour. Oh my goodness. Wow. So I, have that, I have that. I have so it has absolutely it's, it's totally gluten free. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Because what we do here in Texas, they have something called Taco Tuesdays. Okay, right, right. I'm familiar. I've
0: never been there, but, you know, everybody's heard about it on TV. Talk on Tuesdays. So, go ahead. Finish what you were
1: saying. (laughs) Yes, so, you know, you take that and you just... It's real quick. You just brown it. It's pre-made, you know? And so, instead of giving them the tortillas made out of flour, I give them... Because they also make it out of cassava flour, and they make it out of something else. But my kids, they prefer the almond flour one. I'm going to definitely try that. Let me just tell
0: you something, guys. The most high is so amazing and strategic okay because i've been really having a hard time struggling with the fact that i put so much weight on you know i put almost 30 pounds back on in seven months okay and hold on one second we're gonna uh go for a brief commercial break i'm so sorry and we'll get right back emergency has struck passion i'll be back with you in a second okay Okay, guys, so you know if I'm nothing, um, I am transparent, so if you guys picked up on a little slamming sound before I said emergency struck, my daughter, who is going through her uh, beginning stages of PMS, decided to slam a door during uh, Passion and My Cooking segment, so... Like I said, unfortunately, uh, we were not able to finish together. I did my best to conclude the segment, and we will have a better segment next time. I'm actually going to include the kids uh, in the next cooking segment. Okay, guys, so thanks for listening. And like I said, from foodie to foodie, yum, yum, yum. So unfortunately, she and I were not able to finish this segment together. But as I was saying, you know, I have a very near and dear relationship to Caribbean food. As I've said, you know, all the men in my life have been of Caribbean background. The man I married, of Jamaican descent, my stepdad, Guyanese. Uh, So, you know, um... That's one of my favorite things to make is uh, curry chicken or curry fish or stew chicken. Okay, guys, and I ended up uh, serving that with uh, coconut rice. Uh, I decided to not do just a plain parboiled white rice, but I did a little coconut rice. Uh, and it was amazing. So, guys, please just stay tuned. Nothing beats a failure than to try. Our next segment is going to most definitely be better than the last, okay, better than this one. So pretty much once I stewed it down, okay, um, i reduced the heat because I wanted to make sure that the gravy had a nice consistency to it. And then I turned it off, let simmer, and I served with the coconut rice. Anyway, until next time, from foodie to foodie, yum.
1: Yay!